Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 107 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. We are your hosts, Tony. And I am Lou. How are you doing today, Tony? I am well. I would like to remind everybody that this episode of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast is brought to us by Yumbly. Search restaurants and menus to find exactly what you're hungry for. Yum. I am hungry right now. <laughs> there you go. Do uh, you have any uh, listener mail or anything like that you want to go over? None. None? <laughs> None. <laughs> what? Where is everybody? Is it too nice out to send us messages and letters and Let me just life problems and things here. like that? Uh, Got nothing? None. Wow. Well. What? Is there something you don't want to talk about? Yeah. No, no there's nothing. Nothing. Yvonne says that she likes our spunk. Oh. Thanks, Yvonne. <laughs> so there you, there's Appreciate our mail. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right into video games then. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything new here either. <laughs> what? I have finished both Batman Arkham City and Batman Arkham Asylum, which I had gone back to after enjoying Batman Arkham City. And I realize I'm talking about games that have been out for a long time. That's but even when you finish the games, there's still more fun to be had with the games, Ooh. trying to complete everything. And especially Arkham City, where there's a lot of side missions and it's chock full of stuff to do. Chock full. Challenge maps and all that. Yeah. yeah. No, sounds good. It is good. I love that world. I was telling you at lunch that I kind of consider both of these games as like a one game. entity. Yeah. And uh, I would easily put that in my top five games of all time. Wow. Yeah. Probably in the top three, actually. Wow. Yeah. And I hope, I don't remember ever hearing about them doing another one, but I, I hope, hope they do. I hope they do. Right. It would be cool as if they could include other heroes into it. Right. So you could do like... Batman, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Arkham. Mm. <laughs> you could okay. do that. Right? No. No. I would not want to do that. Uh, you mean other Marvel, DC, superheroes? DC. Like yep. Superman, mm -hmm. Aquaman. Sure. Flash. Um, Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Right. Hawkman. Hawkman. Right. Uh, who else? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, sure. I wonder why she never made an appearance on the Smallville TV show. I don't know, because they had well you know, because her old mythos is like that would be hard to like, you know she's from like the fifties right or the forties, the forties from the the island of Amazon Lesbos. or something. <laughs> no, she wasn't from the Isle of Lesbos. No, she's I think she's from Amazon Island. I want to say. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, all the locations in DC are fictitious, right? Yeah. So. But I mean. I think originally her story and Superman's story took place relatively around the same time, didn't they? Perhaps. So there's no but, reason. You know, I mean that they couldn't. I don't take think time liberties. had something to do with it. I think it just her story's a little, believe it or not, a little less believable than his, or equally as unbelievable as his. Yeah. So I think I'm just surprised since they brought in Aquaman and the Green Arrow and Hawkman right. and all those guys that they didn't bring her in at some point. They even had Super. Oh, they did have Hawkman. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's cool. Well, they had somebody who looked like a hawk. No Green Lantern? No. That's DC. Yeah, I didn't see Green Lantern. No. Interesting. Yeah. Flash, um, did they have Flash? I don't know if they had Flash. They did have a kid who was really fast. So that the, iPod, been... the iPad doesn't have Flash. No, I know that. Uh, so, uh, But uh, no, they did have a kid who was really fast. Now, and and it was not because of the effects of the kryptonite. So maybe maybe they did. I can't remember. What they did with that kid, if the, if he actually did become Flash, or if that was just unrelated and just another fast kid. But um, anyway, we still we only have like 
half a dozen episodes to go before we're finished with the entire series, and we haven't watched it in three weeks or so. You're going to give up half a season no. left? No, it's not that we're giving up. It's just that we we haven't had a lot of time to watch a lot of things, right. and there are a lot of TV shows we're watching right now, so we just haven't gotten to it yet. I hear you. Um, so that's it, just uh, the Arkham games. Yep. All right, I'm going to talk about a few games. One, But I will say, as I told you at lunch also, very much looking forward to, and I hope I have something to say about it next episode, looking forward to Max Payne 3. And you played both of the first two? Yes, and finished them both. And they were fun, but I think now with like the new consoles and just all the things they can do now, I think that would be a fun world. The, have you seen the trailers for it? Looks no. amazing. Now the la- was the last one before this generation of consoles? Yeah, they were both on the original Xbox. Oh, okay. I don't think I knew that. Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet, but it looks good. It looks amazing. You just run around. And shoot it's people. done by uh, Rockstar Games, yeah. who did like you know L.A. Noire and Grand right. Theft Auto. So. You just run around and shoot people. No, there's story. Oh. Looks to be a lot of story actually. Oh, okay. Actually, that was one thing that was really cool about the first ones. I mean, they were really dark, but it was a, there was a lot of story to them, and the story was great. Yeah. We'll have to see. When's it come out? May fifteenth. Oh, so you got a couple weeks still. Yeah. Um, okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about is a game that is very old, but I had never played before. I went back and played the first Halo because a friend of mine kept telling me how much he loved that game, and he played it over and over again. And uh, I have to say I really enjoyed it. It was challenging, but not so hard that I felt like it was just ridiculous and right. why would they do this to me kind of thing. Um, you, you brought up a point that it, the environments were a little monotonous, and, and I definitely agree with that. But I kind of liked the the story that was sure. sort of loosely woven through it. It was it was interesting and it was fun and um, it was it made for a very challenging first person shooter. Yeah, no, you know what? It's a lot of fun. I just for a lot of people they talked about it like it was the be all end all right first person shooter, and I didn't. And and I can't that. really address that because I'm playing it now, ten years right. later, and I wasn't playing first person shooters back then either. Right. But the basic story is you're. You're a human on board a, a spaceship, and you're in a war against a group of aliens called the Covenant. And your ship get—they start attacking and boarding your ship. So you have to sort of emergency land, and you end up landing on this ring world that's orbiting a planet. We don't know where this is. It's just out in space somewhere. And um, so you're fighting the Covenant, which are made up of like three or four different, you know, types of aliens: some little short ones, some bigger ones, and then these elite guys and these big, horrible brute guys with spines on their back and stuff. And um, and after about a third to a half of the game, about halfway through, you start to get story elements that the Halo, which is the ring world, might actually be a weapon that could be used to destroy the Covenant. So you're sort of working towards that goal, and then you find out later that it's not a weapon that's going to destroy the Covenant, but it's a weapon that's going to destroy another alien species that you're introduced to called the Flood, which is a parasitic race that takes over sentient beings and turns them into these combat forms that you know go around and just like kill everything mindlessly and they can use weapons and all that so they're they're nasty creatures and um while it's true that halo is a weapon designed to kill the flood it doesn't do it by actually killing the flood it does it by starving them so what it does is it wipes out all other sentient life in the galaxy so now you have to you were working towards this goal and now you have to kind of double back and not and and now just destroy halo so that the flood that's on it is destroyed and the threat of all sentient life in the galaxy being eliminated is wiped out. 
And um, it was it was a lot of fun. Like I said, it was very challenging. There's some cool vehicle modes. There's a yeah. thing called the Warthog, which is like a you know all terrain thing that's kind of fun to drive. And then there are two flying things, or a ghost that kind of skirts around on the surface, and then a banshee which you can fly up in the air. And that was that was a lot of fun to pilot around too. Um, but I I found it very uh, what <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about a game from ten years ago. Well, you know, a lot of people may be like me that that's why know, we gave no spoiler alerts, by the way. <laughs> what? That's why we gave no spoiler alerts. Yeah. Well, I figured I figured you know right anyone who's gonna play it has already played it. Um, but anyway. So that was first thing. Then, uh, then uh, Pac-Man. Of, then you've been playing Pac-Man. Yeah, I play this new game called Spassy Invaders or something. <laughs> I can't remember. But anyway, um, so the next thing I played was uh, Diablo 3 had its first beta weekend. And uh, I played through a couple different character classes on that. I played a, a wizard and a demon hunter. And I have to say, the, the beta was interesting because it was actually more like a demo. Because you get through this a certain amount of the story and then it just ends. You know, it says, congratulations, you've beaten the beta. And, um, but it gave, I think it gave a good overview of what the game is going to be like in general. And if you liked the original Diablo games, I think you'll really like this. It was a lot of fun. The environments are beautiful. Um, you know, they've expanded on the original concept a little bit. Uh, so for instance, there's, you can do a little bit of, um, of, uh, you can destroy things that you find to get components to have new, unique things made from those components. But it's not complicated at all. There's, I mean, at least as far as I saw so far, there were only two resources that things break down into when you scavenge them. And then those resources along with, like, let's say you found a shield. You use those resources and the shield that you found to turn it into a magical shield with certain properties and a stuff. magical shield. magical shield. So, um, but it was... You know, it was very easy to control. It was very smooth for the most part. The, when I first started playing the game, it was a little choppy, but I know they're still doing optimizations on it and stuff like that. Um, so I'm, I'm sure it'll be perfect. very forgiving smooth. of you. Yeah. Well, Blizzard has a pretty good track record for that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. And it comes out on May 15th. So anyone else who's... Uh, Same day as Max Payne 3. So there you go. You're going to have... Uh, so a lot of people are going to have to make some difficult choices on right. May 15th. You know? Maybe even about other stuff. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is um, also this past weekend, Guild Wars 2 had its first public beta event, which, as you know, I've been looking forward to for about five or six years now. And I have to say, I was not at all disappointed. It is so cool. I mean, it's just beautiful to look at, first of all. Gorgeous character graphics, really pretty environments. The the I, I played a human character and, and the... Uh, city that you start out in is just so massive in its scale and it's amazing like at how big the the whole city is you know that you can walk all through and all that kind of stuff and um you know there's been a lot of stuff written about guild wars 2 in terms of how it's changing the mmo experience in terms of how you get quests and things like that and i have to say that stuff was really cool like typically you know you go up to a character with an exclamation point over their head and you they give you a quest and then you go do it and you come back and they have a question mark over their head and you turn it in and you get your reward. So there's a personal story that each character has based on how you create your character. And that's sort of the, the quote unquote main quest of the game. And, and you sort of go back and forth to that because let, let's say you start working on it right at the beginning of the game. You might finish the first couple steps of it and then it'll tell you, well, you can't do the next step really. You should be like level six or something. So then you have to go off and do other stuff until you're high enough level to go back and do it again. 
Um, and that's a more traditional sort of quest rewards sort of thing. But that's where the main story of the game comes in. The rest of the stuff is you just find stuff happening in the world. And no matter how many other players are there, you just join in. You don't have to form any formal groups or any of that kind of thing. I think you can do groups for certain types of events. But, like, you'll walk into a farm and, you know, you'll see a, a note that there's something going on at the farm. And you go over and talk to the farm keeper and they say, well, you know, this thing is happening. And then you'll maybe see a dozen people fighting some creatures that are coming in and trying to eat the crops or whatever it is. And you can either walk away or go do it. it there, it's a lot less structured in that sense. Right. And it's really cool because um, one of the things that's always hard in these games is if you like to play solo, it's hard to do any of the group events. And this one makes it so easy because you can just join in anything that's already going on. And you can go anywhere you want regardless of your level. It's just that you might get killed. You know what I mean? But like if you're if you're doing something a couple levels above you and most of the other people playing are at the right level to do that, you can still get a lot of experience from doing it even though you're a lower level as long as you don't get killed. When does this come out again? Uh, there's no release date yet. So maybe never. I don't think never is an option. No. I, I'm assuming sometime later this year. It was pretty polished. I didn't have any crashes. I didn't see any bugs in the game as far as things that... Um, didn't really work. There were a lot of areas where dialogue didn't match the lip sync because they're changing the dialogue and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, and there were a couple settings like video settings that if you set them they didn't stick the next time you went to play. But um, but it was pretty stable and and it was also very smooth and looked great and everything. So I'm assuming sometime later this year. Really really cool though. And like the previous Guild Wars, you buy the game and then it's free to play. There's no monthly charges even though it's an that's online a big game. plus. It is a huge plus because World is of Warcraft. Is it just PC or is it PC and Mac? It's PC and Mac. As far as I know, so perhaps, perhaps I'll yeah. give it a try. It's really cool, really cool. Um, so that's all I have for games. We have a little miscellaneous, okay, just a little. Uh, a recent patch for Skyrim hints at DLC coming very soon, and uh, some stuff I was reading: new weapon, like a crossbow weapon, okay, and some new enemy classes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so. Cool. Uh, the long-awaited level editor for PC Portal 2 players will be released May 8th on Steam. Nice. You going to make some levels? Uh, I wonder if I'm able to do that through, if it's just PC or Mac as well. Because the version I have is Mac. I've Steam. You on played that Mac. on the Mac? Well, I played it on my PS3, but oh, you know it coincides. Okay. Remember, if you right. got it on the PS3, you got it free yeah. on PC or Mac. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I would assume that I'd be able to do that on Mac as well. Wouldn't I you? I don't know. I don't know. It just mentioned PC in the yeah, I article know. I read, but I hope for Mac. I don't know. Because that'd be a lot of fun to play, like... Your uh, own you know, levels. Well, not only just my own, but other people's levels right. that they made. Right. Yeah, that is really I mean, cool. that's one of the things I love about Little Big Planet is right. just being able to, like, go and see all the crazy creative things that people have done. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, I always think I'd like to do, you know, I'd like to create my own levels and stuff, but it's really time-consuming. It's consuming. really time-consuming. Yeah. And, you know, when you're 15... Maybe even 20 years old, you've got the time to right. do that. When you're an adult, you don't have a lot of time to do that. Right. Unless there's something wrong with you. I'm just going to throw that out there. So if any adults come out with really cool levels, we know there's something wrong with them. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that it for games? That's it. All right, That's cool. All I we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about TV. Okay, we're back, and now it is time to talk about television. What do you want to start with? Uh, well, we'll talk about American Idol and The Voice. Okay. And I lump those together because... Because they're both singing It's interesting shows. that they're both on at the same time, because now it's easier to make a comparison of the two. And I have to say, 
I'm going to go back on something I've said before. I know. Well, no, you know what? I'm not going back on something I said. Before. I don't think I ever said that The Voice was better than American yes, Idol. Yes, you did. No, I said X Factor, that I enjoyed X Factor more than American Idol. Oh, okay. The Voice, I don't think I ever said was better than American Idol. But I have to say, this year's American Idol is one of the best in recent years. In terms of talent. Talent, absolutely. absolutely. And and because of that, there's drama every like yeah, elimination because, because it's Because show. every elimination sucks now. Right. You know what I mean? Because somebody, because there isn't anybody in the top who you feel is not deserving to be there. Right. Um, I wasn't surprised that Elise went home last I'm not, week. Um, I really think, I think given the right material and attitude, she could have gone a lot farther. Yeah. But, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. It's weird it that they did it. kind of felt like she didn't really want, you know, she wasn't giving her all and like she wasn't just respecting the whole process. You know, I don't think I ever got that so much as the fact that, you know, you have to consider, too, she was the oldest of anyone there by, by I think, a few years. Right. And um, I, I don't think that she has the the singer-songwriter thing that maybe some of the other people have, like especially Phil. Um, I guess I don't know who else would have that, but uh, certainly Phil. Um, and, and she just, you know, let, let's talk about who's left. There's Phil and Joshua. Um, Holly, Holly, Jessica, Jessica, Skylar, and Skylar. So those are the last people left, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Skylar's the other kind of singer songwriter person. Right. Um, you want my prediction? Who's gonna win? You think it's gonna be Phil? Skylar? No, what? I don't think Phil. You I think, think it's gonna be Skylar? Skylar will win it all. Where's that coming from? Um, because she's the most consistent. I, I think also the country thing for whatever reason like really hits to the viewers and I do you think not, do you really not know the reason I'm giving you the reasons oh oh no. oh you mean why no, well, because demographically that's yeah, right. you know that's who's watching but um but I have to say I think she's deserving to win much more than I did about Scotty McCreary or even the one that Scotty McCreary was against what was her name Lauren Elena Lauren Elena yeah um I think she's more deserving than either one of those were yeah um in that like for them, they were country and they were in the country thing. Where I, I think she's total cro- like she pleases both camps. Yeah, the country camp and the the pop camp. Yeah, um, I I will say even when she sings country songs, I'm every time completely entertained, and I think she does. I, I'm just wowed by her voice. She's only 18 years old. Yeah, I, I'm not as big a fan of hers as you. are. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan. I think she's very likable. I think that adds to. Yeah, it. I think she's likable. I I think. Uh... I think most of the people who have been in the top, you know, eight, nine or whatever have been pretty likable people. I mean, at least from what we see on the show. You know, some have more personality than others. Right. But I think that was one of the problems with Elise is that she she never seemed comfortable in her own right. skin. Right. And she would say otherwise, but just looking at her, you never bought that she was totally comfortable. Well, I mean, I just didn't like how whenever the judges gave her, she always kind of just like shrugged off whatever the judges said. And yeah. she's like, well, this is my thing. And just right. like, you know, she didn't take the criticism or at least pretend to take the criticism and, you know, use it to help her the next week. Right. right. I'll tell you, I mean, and a lot of people have argued with me that I've talked to about this. I, uh, Phil, Philip Phillips, I just, I, I don't see it. I, I could see him. I, I could see him winning one, just because I think a I lot of people like him. I just think he's such a one-trick pony. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not as big a fan of his as. as I a mean, lot when of he has are. when he has his moment that you know, like when they when they give him a standing ovation, I'm like, I don't understand why they stood up for that. Yeah, I agree. with I that think a he's lot solid, even and, and I see the appeal, but I don't think he he has 
the moments that the others have. Well, and even with Joshua, like sometimes, and you know, again, there's no denying the talent of any of these people, but even sometimes Joshua will do a number that I'm like, well, that was kind of boring. And then they give him a standing ovation. I'm like, what are you standing up for? That was totally boring. And I mean, what kind of album is that kid going to release today that's going to sell? Based well, on what it he was, keeps it, saying that he wants to do. Yeah, it'll sell to. I mean, there's certainly a big demographic that likes that kind of like gospely R and B. But it's not even just that. I think it's all like old gospel and R and B that he wants to do. You know, like classic stuff. Like he seems very reluctant to do anything. There's a big market for that. I mean, it kind of crosses over even to like the Adele and the Amy Winehouse. I mean, that's has yeah. its roots in classic R and B. Right. I I just get the sense that he wants to be much more literal in his approach to that stuff than right. any of those. And I think he'll have a big following. I mean, it just, it just wouldn't be my, I don't um, know. I guess it just depends on the material. I would think Holly would be going next only because she's still just, yeah, she's, she's just, too green. She is too green. And she, she's another one. She, you know, it's like, it's like every week she comes on stage and I'm like, why does she look like she's going <laughs> to a reception at an accounting firm's Christmas party? Right. It's like, what is she wearing? She's wearing like these old real estate lady clothes. Right. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. And she doesn't look like she's having fun at all. At all. Ever. At all. Yeah. She talks about having fun when she talks about the other people there. Right. But you never see it on stage. Right. Um, And I still love Jessica. Jessica's I think great. I, I really think amazing. the top two will be Skylar and Jessica. I, I, I really would love to see Jessica win. Um, I think that she's not as well liked as some of the other but i think it's because of her shyness and she's 16 i know it's insane how it's good insane. she is at her age yeah. and she is i mean talk about consistent i don't think i've ever heard her miss a note no i mean you may not like a particular song that she chooses or the way she performs it you know physically but i mean she's such a good singer and i totally disagree with them a lot of times when they say that she doesn't connect with the songs either like she seems so much more connected with most of what she sings than almost anybody there. Right. And I agree that Skylar does a very good job with that. I just, I'm so not into country music that I can't. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not either. And that's why I'm surprised. And, and that's probably why I'm making the statements I am. I'm not either, but I find her so entertaining. When Even when she's singing a country song I've never heard of, and it and it's not anything I would ever buy. Right. But she just puts so much personality and character into it that I'm completely entertained by it. I also like, like when it was Queen Week, like before she came on, I'm like, oh, she's going to do a crazy little thing called Love because that's the closest to a country song that Queen has ever done. Yeah. And then she comes out and does something completely I would have never guessed. Or when she did- I forget, what did she do? She did- uh, Show Must Go On, which oh, was right, great. Right, right. That was great. And she, when she came out and did like, uh, I think it was a week where they just got to pick whatever they wanted. And rather than just picking a country song, she picked like, no, no, it was a song from the 80s. Yeah. And she picked like Wind Beneath My Wings. Right. I mean, not I don't like the song at all, yeah, but I mean, but she, was, she, she picked did it really something well. that like you wouldn't expect her to pick. Right. So I like that you never really know what you're going to get from her. And then she nails it. She, You know what? Part of it is she's just so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, she is. And just seems so professional. And then you think about the fact that she's 18 and it's amazing. Right. Like, and it, it was Joshua that did Crazy Little Thing Called Love, right? right? And I didn't like that I performance at all. I didn't like the performance at all. At all. And they loved it. They loved they it. Loved I didn't it. like it I'm at like, all. I'm like, oh my God, it was terrible. And I have to tell you, Philip Phillips' Queen performance, I was so, I'm uncomfortable for him because well, it looks like his head's about he to explode. Again? He did Fat he Bottom Girls. always looks like that, though. Oh my God. He always has those two <laughs> veins in his right? forehead that are like bursting. And like he's screaming for his life. Oh my God. It's just, I don't get him. I don't get him. Half I mean, the time, I can't tell if he's smiling or if he's straining. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I understand why people like him. It's just not my thing It's at not all. my thing either. And which is weird because normally that kind of genre is my thing. Yeah. You know, the rock genre is my thing. But yeah. like, I don't know. He's I don't too Dave him. Matthews for me. And yeah. I, and I don't like Dave Matthews. Me, oh, I can't stand Dave Matthews. I, I don't 
dislike him like you do. I just don't uh, care about his kind of music right. that much. Um, but like, I could definitely see Jessica doing something that would have music on it that I would enjoy. I was just gonna say, despite of who wins, who I think will have the the, the longest career. Well, I'll say Skylar also, but but Jessica, I think, will be a huge success, whether she wins or not. Right? Because you know, it never. Let's look at you know some past winners. Yeah. Clay Aiken and and uh, what's his name? Uh, Ruben Sutter. No, no, because he didn't do as well. But Clay Aiken didn't win. Right. And he did really well. Oh, he lost to Ruben Sutter. That's... Right. Right. But uh, what's the, the rocker guy? Uh, what's his name? Daughtry. Daughtry. I mean, uh, obviously. He he's... came in fourth. Yeah. yeah. And he's done great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, it doesn't really matter. And I think, you know, I, I could see, I, I, I think definitely somebody's going to sign Jessica, no question. And oh, I think, uh, well, I don't know if I'd say it about Holly, but everyone that's on there right now, I think will get signed. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's talk about speaking of talking about someone who didn't make it to the end, but like somehow got a record deal. What about that Stefano? What was his name? Stefano Langori. Did or you whatever? see his performance? Yeah. What was cringeworthy? What, it was so bad. What was that? Oh, it was terrible. And I also want to talk about another performance. Did you see the Queen Extravaganza thing where they brought out that kind of like Queen tribute band who came out and performed? That singer who sang. Looked and sounded exactly like Freddie Mercury. It was well, it, creepy. He, he, it wasn't a Queen tribute band. It was Queen. They're going on tour with that guy singing. They, oh, fa- I, they found a... him. They found him online. Oh, I know that, but I thought the whole band was like I think if no, you... because the two guys were there playing with. Yeah, him. but that was just they were just coming out at the end. But like oh, the band, I... it's called Queen Extravaganza. Oh, I got I got the impression that they were all going. On well, tour I went online and, and like oh, and you looked. At they're it coming to there. House of Blues in Chicago, and I like because this guy was so great. I would even consider going. Yeah, I mean, if he if he lost a little weight in his face, he would look exact. I mean, not that he's a big guy, but Freddie Mercury was so skinny. Right. You know, um, his facial structure was so similar. And his teeth were the same. It was crazy. And his voice was just it was like crazy. Not, effortless. Not Quite, not quite the range of Freddie Mercury, but damn close. close. Damn close. And it was effortless for him. Like yeah. s- some of those runs he did were just like, you know. The other weird thing about that, though, was the background singers were like off key for half the song. Terrible. They I don't know terrible. what was going on there, no, but know. they were like ruining his performance right. and it was making us mad because he was really good. But that was really good. Yeah, that was really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, let's move but on. But it was. didn't you think it was weird that they did another Queen episode since they'd already done a Queen episode? Yeah, and it kind of got panned the last time they did it, didn't it? Um, I don't remember if it got panned. I remember thinking it was funny because that one guy wanted to like make a slow song out of one of their songs. One of those guys was like, nope, can't do it. Not with my song. Sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> was really funny. Uh, let's move to the voice. Okay. I will agree with you that one of the pluses, and I've disagreed with you about this before, but I'm going to come around to your way here. Okay. Um, the voice, even though they're down to the final eight, you don't really know those people like you know the people right. on American Idol, and right. and that certainly does have, you know, it takes away some of the emotional attachment you right. have to them when you don't really know them. Right. Like I feel like I know the mentors a lot better than I know the contestants. Absolutely. And I also am a little annoyed now at the uh, how they're how the judges are going against each other. So like when someone comes up and does a relatively good yeah performance, wait till, wait till you see last night's show. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you were going to watch it tonight. No, no, no. I watched it today. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I don't like how a judge can't just be honest. They're just like, you know, well, you're not on my team. So, you know, I'll tell you, well, you were good. Minute. That was absolutely not the case last night. Last night they were. Come on, Christina Aguilera, many times. But you, you can't count her. Because well, I can't. She's... she's one of the judges. Yeah, but she's also crazy. Um, 
I mean, she she won't give anyone credit if they're not on her team. Right. But the rest of them are all very good about that. She's the only one that's but like that. But they'll still throw in, you know, well, you're not on my team, but I'll say that. Like, why can't you just speak to them as, you know. Did they do that last night? Because it seemed like every performance I saw, regardless of whose team they were on, the people were saying, man, I got to tell you. It was more like, I wish you were on my team because but I'm such still, a huge fan of yours. But still, say that. I mean, just like, just judge them. Yeah. Just judge them whether they're on your team or not. Yeah, I don't know that. I what, what's that girl's name? The one who's on CeeLo's team, the blonde one who went last. Oh, I, see, that's the thing. I don't know it's any. Like, of I don't names. even know her name. I don't know any but other. Man, names. that girl is so good. Yeah. So good. She's uh, she's again. She's like a total natural in this sort of you know Stevie Nicks kind of vein, but contemporary. Um, and, uh, the problem, the problem that this show is going to have is that the two best are are the on the two same on team. CeeLo's team. Right. Yeah. Right. And some of those people, I'm like, how did they make it this far? Um, I will say, I mean, one thing I appreciate about The Voice, that opera singer would have never made it this far on American Idol. Absolutely not. But I really appreciate him. I enjoy all of his performances. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. Um, but the guy who I didn't think was good was the guy wearing a tie and a, and a sport coat who did like the Robert Palmer kind of thing with the- Oh, Tony Luca. Yeah. Oh, was, I like that. I thought it was terrible. I like that. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. And uh, there's a girl, she's a little bit bigger of a girl with dark hair. I thought she did not do well. She didn't do well, but I like her. I mean, yeah. I liked, I've liked her in the past. Yeah. but And, you know, the other thing that we were joking about last night, because I don't normally watch the show, but, you know, I watched it last night with Amy and Enzo, who loves any singing show, um, is they, they were doing those uh, quartets. Oh, terrible. And we were saying, why would you steal the worst part of American Idol and copy that? Oh, right. It's terrible. I mean, so bad. Oh, and then what I do appreciate though about this show is that the songs that they get the rights to do on this show, they're more broader ranged than the songs that you see on American Idol. Like you've never seen on American Idol anyone do like a killer song or or um Right. Even the song that you didn't like that Tony Luca did, you'd never see that on American Idol. So I appreciate that their range is wider. Yeah. Or Ave Maria. Would they ever let anyone sing Ave Maria well, on American Idol? They don't, they don't have any opera singers on there, but um, but wasn't there some? Was there? Wait, wasn't there somebody else who performed on American Idol last week who was like so bad, and like somebody who was not not one of the uh, contestants, somebody that they brought in, you know, like as a guest performer. Uh-oh. I want to say it was a a girl, and we were just I like, what is a lot going of times? On? Like if I don't even know who they are, I won't. I'll just fast. Yeah, I can't over. remember who it was, but whoever it was was terrible, and we were just like, why is this person singing on national TV? But. Yeah, that was weird. The other thing that was annoying about The Voice last night was how many times Christina got up to hug her contestants or whoever it was. And and then she would get up there. And, you know, so she made it seem like she was going out there because they did such a good job. She wanted to give them a hug. But then she'd start posing and stuff. Oh. Do you, you remember what I'm talking about? Did you see that? Yeah. It's really weird. And at least twice we saw Carson Daly trying to, like, check out her ass. Because <laughs> she was not wearing pants. Yeah, well, he's one of my least favorite parts of that show. I just don't like him. Yeah. What about, you know what's uh, interesting? What about Christina Milian? When, uh, whatever, I take it. I usually fast forward <laughs> over those segments. Um, what was interesting, the, the girl at the end who was amazing, who sang It's a Man's World. Yeah. Um, I knew in my head that Christina Aguilera, because I remember Christina Aguilera sang that right. a couple years ago at the Grammys. And, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, she yeah, certainly she, gave the great. best performance ever yeah. of that. I mean, better than the girl who sang last night. But uh, I kept thinking in my head, I'm like, she's going to mention that she sang it. And of course, and of course she, did. she did. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like Randy Jackson. If anyone sings Journey, <laughs> you know, you know, I work with or Journey. Carey, I toured yeah. with them. You know, 
one of the greatest singers in the world, but I got to say, dog, you know, it's every right. time, every time he's got to mention it. Right. At least they give him a hard time about it. So I would like for just one time Jennifer Lopez to just admit that the singer singing sing better than she does. I don't think that's relevant. <laughs> I know, but she's not a great singer. So it's just like, it's at one point I would just like someone to be like, I mean, I don't wish any ill will on Jennifer Lopez, but just like, she's not a great singer. Okay. So like, to to it's sometimes to me ironic that like these great singers who are up there like Jessica, you know, can maybe be like judged by her when, you know, in their head, they may be thinking like, I can sing better than you can. Yeah, but she's not, right. you know, usually she's, she's not going to. You know, if, if you think about it, they're not really telling them how to sing right. so much as they are telling them how to perform better. And she's certainly an expert on that, you sure. know. Um, and from everything she's, I mean, you never hear. I have to say, I mean, her her critiques is the best that Jimmy Iovine ever, are the best. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and and even, I think, better than Jimmy's a lot of times. Uh, I like Jimmy's because they're to the point. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, usually, he, he's nine times out of ten, the, I agree with him. He's obviously the replacement for Simon on that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you know, I've never heard her give anyone critique that I thought was misplaced. Oh, there are times when she's liked something that I'm like, oh. She no, critique. Hurting. I'm not saying praise. Oh, oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, when she critiques right. somebody, it's like she's so smart about that whole business, right. it seems, and, like, how to navigate what sure. you have to do to do well. Um, so that's that I find kind of impressive. Yeah. Um, do you have any other shows you want to talk about? Yeah, Celebrity Apprentice is, as always, just so trashily good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I He's mean, just, starting to look even weirder if that's You know possible. what's so weird now is that he does nothing but the boardroom. Like, he never goes to the events, events ever. Yeah. And that doesn't even know about them. Like, like he'll be like, well, I read that, you know, he'll look at his notes and be like, oh, well, I, you know, read that this happened or I heard that that happened. Like, yeah. he's got no connection to the show at all except for firing it's so weird it's so weird and giving them the challenge right but uh but uh it's just that's you know now it's just like you know finding what celebrities are going to be the most volatile and then putting them yeah. in this fishbowl well and, and you know the weird thing is too because i did watch the first episode and i had never really had watched the, sh the series before you know since it was the regular apprentice right i had never really watched the celebrity apprentice so I didn't realize how much sort of conniving there was and, you know, strategizing in terms of when people were going to, you know, that they weren't going to bring in their biggest donors until they were in charge so that they would look better. Um, you know, I, I didn't even realize that was like a whole part of it. But what's weird this year is they really haven't had they haven't had any challenges yet to where they needed big donors to come in and do that. It's well, all about been, the first one. Th that's it. That was oh. the only one. Everyone oh. has been like, okay, now if you win this, you win $20,000 for charity. Oh, okay. They haven't had ones like they. I mean, I'm sure like the last one will probably be. Yeah. But they're down to like four people now, I think. Four or five. Oh, okay. So who's left? Uh, Teresa from Real Housewives, New Jersey. Okay. Um, Aubrey O'Day, who was like on Making the Band with P. Diddy. Okay. She was in some group. Okay. Danity Kane. Um, Arsen oh, yeah, yeah. Arsenio yeah. Hall. Really? Yeah. Uh, Lisa Lampanelli, who I just can't stand. Who's that? Uh, she's a stand-up comedian. She's okay. really trashy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And That's four. I know. I'm trying to think if it's four or five that are left. There's one more. Clay Aiken. Oh, he's still there? Yeah. He will probably go to the end. I think See, I thought he was going to... At the beginning, I thought it would be either him or George Takei, but obviously George Takei didn't have the stomach for it. I think he's too nice. He's way too nice. Uh, He's got a mean streak, and he's been a little manipulative and, and conniving. George Takei? 
Oh no 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 no. No, I was talking about George Clay Takei. Aiken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could see I could see him being Konami. Yeah. I mean, don't forget I have his head in my credenza. <laughs> yeah. I like to throw that out there. Um so. anyway, so that's you know. Yeah. That's always entertaining. Uh Revenge. It's gotten yeah. really good. It's there still was a storyline. Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean I'm it's still it on. seems like the season would have already been over, is what I mean. No, it's got like three or four left. Oh, okay. Um and there was this big storyline that was happening. And what I like about this show is things happen so fast on the show that the storyline that was happening, which was just a couple episodes old, like you thought was probably going to drag out to the end of the season. Then something happens and like that whole storyline is resolved and over and onto something new. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. But it really, it is really now just pulling all the soap opera cliches <laughs> and using them. Like it's really over the top now. Yeah. And like, but you yeah. know, I'm already hooked. So yeah, well, that's good. What can you do? Um, I did watch a couple new shows that are on HBO. Okay. Uh, I watched Veep, which is that new uh, comedy with Julie Louis Dreyfus as the vice president. You know what? I saw a commercial for that. I didn't know and it had started yet. Yeah, it started last week. And I have to say, it's really funny. I just have one little issue with it. It's really cleverly written. They swear so much on it that it's not. It takes believability away from it. They're, they use the four letter word constantly. Why? You think people in the Oval Office don't swear? Uh, no, but they'll be in like a situation where like there are other senators around and she's supposed to be giving a speech or something, and just like amongst them, they'll be, you know, there's just no sense of decorum at all ever. Okay. I mean, I th- I think it would be a lot more believable if like behind the but, scenes, but when she they're was saying when they're not lot. in when they're not in private, like when they're in the Senate floor or something like that, or just when they're having a meeting together. Uh, because no, they're like having... at all times. Yeah. The four letter word is used a lot, and just I just think it's overused. Yeah. I think it's used. So much, to, you know, they think it's going to add a little edge if they throw it in there right. a certain number of times. Right. That's And that's, you know what, I have to say that's always the danger with those cable shows is that they add too much of whatever they're allowed to get away with right. because they're allowed to get away with it. Um, I would, I'm still going to watch because it's really funny and it's clever. And there's some really, like, funny one-liners. And uh, I believe his name is Tony Hale, the one who plays her assistant, is the guy from Arrested Development. And uh, he's great on it. So, yeah. Also, you know who her plays her other assistant, her female assistant, is uh, Anna Klumsky from My Girl. Really? Yeah. She's all grows up. <laughs> wow. She's uh, she's really good in it, She too. hottie? She's got... Uh, she's attractive. Yeah. But she's... Um, like, her comic timing is excellent. Yeah, her... It's cast really well, and it's really funny. I think her dad is a director or a teacher at Kendall College in Chicago. Oh, really? Something like that, because she's from around here. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Something like that. I also watched another new show on HBO called Girls. Okay. Now, this is the perfect example of them doing whatever they can because they're allowed to. Okay. I watched maybe the first 10 minutes, and it's so sexual, like, just over the top that, like, I was uncomfortable watching it. Like, I I mean, what's the premise of the show? Just about uh, these kind of nerdy girls and just, it's like a coming-of-age show. How old are they? Probably, like, teenage, like, 17, 18. Oh, 16, 17. And it's but, that sexual? Oh, my God. It's completely... Like, the first scene is, like, them totally having sex, no covers. Like, you see everything. Yeah. And it's pretty, like... It's graphic. I mean, not that I'm an old fuddy-duddy at is all, it, by is any it, means. Is it, a, is it a comedy, or is it a... Yeah, but it's a dark comedy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I laughed in the, in the you know... Right, right. But more... But out of, the, it was like, more awkward the, laughter than it was. What's the point of the show, though? I mean... I think it's... It's kind of an antithesis to like Sex in the City. It's about this group of girls that are kind of like, I won't say losers, but they're kind of like nerdy, awkward, dweeby. 
Yeah. Um, is it like the HBO version of Square Pegs kind of thing? I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, no, that's that's good. Yeah. But uh, but it's kind of revolved around sex, and it's very, it's just so graphic. It's so graphic. Huh. I mean, I can't even say anything that. I mean, it's more about what they say. Right. In addition to what right, you see. Right. 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 Yeah. I know we don't have HBO, and based on my last Comcast bill, I don't think we're going to be getting it anytime soon. My uh, 12 months must have just expired or something since we've signed up for Comcast because my bill was outrageous. I just looked at it online because I was trying to see if I couldn't remember if we had seen any other movies on demand for when we talk about movies. So I looked in there. My bill was $217. Wow. Well, let me tell you, in that on that same note, we in the condo we live in, we always received basic Comcast uh, as part of our assessments. Yeah, and then now they're you know without getting too far into it, but there were people in the building who had lived there for five years and were never paying their assessments. Okay. so they're like, you know what? Why are we giving them free cable? Right, like right. So while they're going after them, they're like, you know what? We're gonna cut the free cable, though they haven't lowered our assessments. But um, um. but <laughs> they're like, you know. It'll end. It ended yesterday. Okay. So they're like, well, have a Comcast guy come out and he's going to give us a group deal. Well, we were paying now because our basic was already like Included. taken care of. Yeah. We had HBO and Showtime and high speed internet with a DVR. Okay. And another cable box. Okay. Just one DVR, but with another high def cable box. Okay. And we were paying one fifty a month. Okay. And now this this. And that's not including basic. Right. That was just for those. That's other what things. we were paying for the last twelve months with three DVRs. Yeah, including basic, including basic, right. and internet. Uh, well, now the we met with the representative, and he uh, he gave us a total deal. So we lost Showtime, which we weren't really watching anyway. Yeah, but we still have the HBO for twelve months, and uh, and now we're only paying, including the basic and our internet, we're only paying a hundred bucks. So my I'm like, God, how, how are we awesome. able to get a hundred bucks now when before we weren't even paying for basic and we we're paying one hundred fifty? Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I mean, call it's a scam. It. I mean, I know. I know that everyone. If you does call this. and threaten to cancel, uh, right. they'll give you something. Right. Because I'm. I'm gonna have to do that and tell them that I'm gonna use Uverse if they don't do something. Because I can't afford that. Absolutely. Can't and they will do it. They will do it. I know. I know. Remember back in the day when you had different uh, phone companies and they would always like pay you to like switch Sprint to them? and MCI. Yeah. 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 Um, or think back even further. I mean, this is not really the same kind of thing, but in some senses, it is. Remember all the old like Columbia House Record Club and stuff where you'd get like, you know, 25 records for a penny each. Right. But then you had to buy two a month after that at full price. And the shipping was like ridiculous. Yeah. So you'd end up and getting totally screwed. And if you didn't totally mail screwed. in the card, you, that yeah. means that you it, right. it automatically was an automatic, it. Right. Yeah. An automatic agree if you don't say no kind of right. thing. And, you know, they totally counted on that. And that's how they made all their money was right. by people forgetting to send the card back in. But, man, those things were such a scam. I'm glad those days are gone. Um, you want to talk about? You got some shows to talk about. Yeah, you done with your TV? Yes. Okay. You mean so, my little shows? Am I done with my little shows? Your little shows. So you can talk about your little shows, right? So my little shows. My little shows. Um, Always one word. Yeah, yours are almost like that too, except for Celebrity Apprentice. But uh, yeah, so Fringe was really great again. Although it's really weird because last week's Fringe, you know, was kind of a quote unquote normal episode. The one before that was a complete departure from just about everything. And I can't figure out why they did it because the whole story arc this year has been pretty consistent. Um, and then there was this one episode that was its own thing where it was like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years in the future. And just for no reason. At, well, that's what I don't know because they, they, um, 
maybe they'll come back to they it. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't mention it in last week's show. What was cool about it though is like if you watched a, f- a couple episodes of it, right? Yeah, but I don't remember. Right. It. So like when, if the, I, when I go back to it, I'll start. From okay. So when the credits start, um, it's just like imagery, and then they throw up all these words like you know. Uh, you know, paranormal activity and telekinesis, spontaneous combustion, you know, all these like crazy things that have to do that are things that we consider to be very fringy kind of things. Right. Well, in this episode, uh, what was really cool about it was the future was a kind of dystopian future. I I don't want to give too much away in case people haven't watched it yet. But um, so at the beginning, instead of all the normal things, the weird subjects that were mixed into the credits were things like free thought and you know oh, that's cool. you know stuff like that that is all stuff that we take for granted. Right. So it was it was actually a really cool episode, but I I just it's, have no idea how they're the going to tie it, it yeah. in to the rest of the the season. But um but it it, it was so good and and, and um well I know you're going to talk about fringe later, but I I'll just say it was a really good episode again. Uh we're still watching Awake which is um had a cool plot twist this last week where he was talking to his son and his son was all depressed because, you know, in the world where his son is still alive, his son was all depressed because his girlfriend broke up with him. And so. Isn't his son like a little kid? No, he's in high school. Oh, okay. His girlfriend broke up with him and it's the, it's the guy who played Jack's son on Lost. So he's a high school age kid. Okay. But anyway, um, so, so the kid was all depressed because his girlfriend broke up with him and he didn't believe her reason for breaking up with him. And the dad made some comment to the kid because the kid was lying about something. He's like, hey, I'm a detective. I can tell when people are lying. And so then the kid's like, okay, tell me how to do that because I, I really want to find out. He's like, you know, before you go off giving your daughter or giving your girlfriend the uh, the Spanish Inquisition here, you know, why why do you need to know why she did this? You know, he's like, I just want the truth, whatever. So the dad, like, talks him a little bit about how he tells when people are lying. So the kid like kind of corners the girl at school and turns out that he had gotten her pregnant. And so the kid goes to tell the dad at work and the dad's like, you know, how far along is she? And the kid's like, Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) And so the kid's like, it's kids like, Oh, she lost it, you know? And, and you know, and so the dad's like, how's he doing? Whatever. So there was that whole element, which was, you know, kind of an interesting little thing. But then the dad says to him, you know, when when do you think this happened? Because the kid said he knew when it happened. He's like, when did this happen? And the kid tells him it was right before the accident when the mom died. So when oh. he wakes up the next day, he went in the world where his wife is alive and his son is dead. He goes to school and he, he goes up to the girl. And he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? She's like, hey, what are, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm, you know, I'm uh, his father. She's like, yeah, I, I was at the funeral for him. And he said, can I just ask you a question? He goes, and I'm, I'm sorry if this seems really inappropriate. And he's like, but are you? And she like gets this horrible look on her face. She's like, how did you know? Because, you know, they were talking about how one little tiny thing can make something totally different. So in this world, she was still pregnant. Right. And so now, see, what was interesting was he and his wife were going to move to Portland to, because she wants to go back to school and she wants to go to school in Portland. And so the doctors were saying that one of his realities was going to collapse when they weren't both in the same place because both doctors were telling him that the other, the fake reality was feeding off the real one. So, you know, they were both telling him in both worlds that it was going to collapse and he was going to finally know which one was real. 
So they were going to move to Portland and all this interesting stuff was going to happen. But now it looks There's like they might stay, stay right. because, you know, they might have a grandkid. Interesting. So it was really it was really kind of interesting. But what what I do like is that you still like it looks like this week, the one that's going to be on tonight, you're we're going to see more of the kind of like how did the accident really happen kind of thing and what you know, who all is involved in that. Um, so that that was a good. Episode. Do you think Wil- Wilmer Valderrama is involved in it? I do not. You I, didn't tell me that he's on the show. Yes, I did. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I thought I would have made it part of that. And he's he, it's very, very serious on it. I mean, he's not at all his character from that 70s show. He's not uh, Fez. No, he's not Fez. <laughs> he's not a girl crazy weirdo from another land. Um, so then we uh, also are, are still we're watching still watching Touch. Touch. Yeah. I don't know how much I can keep it up <laughs> because it, they're like not going anywhere. Every weekend in the previews, they, they hint that you're going to find out about the big thing that's going on. And there's never anything revealed. Nothing. I mean, nothing at all. Like each episode is fine, but it's the same thing every week because there's right. no, there's no grand story arc. Right. So I don't know what's going yeah, on with that's that. Boring. I mean, it, it's it's. I hate to say that because it's nice to see you know Jack Bauer on TV, and he's still Jack Bauer. Let's face it. Right. He may not have a merce, but he's still Jack Bauer. <laughs> okay. He says "damn it" at least once an episode when he's frustrated about something. Does he ever slip out of Chloe? <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but no, <laughs> but no, he doesn't do that. I don't think. Um, and now tell me about Escandalo. Okay, so we're watching the show Scandal. Um, you seen the commercials for it? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, you talked about it last time. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I think we missed an episode. We might have missed two episodes. I don't know, but uh, we watched it again. The last one. It's really entertaining. It's very fast paced, and um, you know, I'm not really sure where the show is going because there's the like I said, the big thing that has to do with the president. And again, shocking that Tony Goldwyn would play a jerk. Right. Who who would have guessed that one? But um, you know, so there's that big line with the president, and then there's the B story, which is the individual, you know, storyline for that week. But I don't I I don't know. Some crazy, crazy stuff happened on the last episode. And I don't I don't really know how long they're gonna be able to go with this presidential story because it's it's so out of hand already that it's like, where how are you gonna make this last a whole season? Right. But um but I really enjoy it. The cast, I think, is really solid. Uh, the acting is good. Um, it it has a little bit of an Aaron Sorkin feel to it. Is he involved? I don't think so. But it's got that kind of like fast-paced dialogue. Right. You know, like there was one one scene where the president's like advisor guy. I I don't know what his actual title is. Oh no, it's a Shonda Rhimes production. Do we know who that is? Yes, yeah, she's created uh, Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice. Oh, okay. I see why you watch this show. Why? Because there's like all these good-looking women on it. What are you talking about? Who? I haven't seen him yet. Oh, Carrie Washington. She's all right. Darby? She's all right, but you know what? She kind of she kind of reminds me of Gugu, who's on Touch, and I think Gugu is a lot better looking. Darby Stanchfield. Who? <laughs> two girls right there. Uh oh, I can't stand her. I can't stand her. Her? Isn't that a guy? <laughs> Not the one with the long oh, hair. <laughs> let me see. Let me see who that is. Uh, I don't have any idea who that is. I don't think you're really watching the show. Oh Wait, has she really been on this show? Maybe, she, maybe her episode hasn't come up yet. Oh, she plays the president's wife. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the other pictures of her. 
Oh, she's kind of... You've seen her before. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is not the reason I watch the show. Oh, Guillermo Diaz is on there. I like him. Which one is he? Oh, he's, yeah, he's really he's good. He's doing a lot of comedies and stuff. He was in that movie, uh, I believe he was in Party Girl. Yeah, he's really good on this show. I like him. I like his character a lot. Um, But yeah, it's a, it's a really... It's very entertaining, and it goes by so fast. Oh, the other show I forgot to talk about was Missing. I knew there was a one-word show that I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, Missing Missing is still really good. Uh, we got another piece of the puzzle. But it, w- what I like about that show is that... You know how on, a lot of times on a TV show or in a movie, they try to make it so that you're not sure if somebody's good or bad? Mm-hmm. We know for sure because of things that we get to see that the other characters don't get to see that she is not lying about certain things. So it's like kind of intense because you know that she's telling the truth about stuff, but they're all like trying to get her because they think that she's guilty of something. Right. And um, so, so that I think makes it a lot more intense. You know what I mean? Rather than just wondering, well, maybe she is really bad. Right. You know? Um. So, and, and she might be, but I don't think in the in the way that I think she's really bad. Well, I know you don't like her, but anyway. So yeah, some some good TV. A, a lot of one, one word titles. One I don't know what's titles. going on with that right now. It's a thing. Yeah. You know, like Teddy Graham people, where you've got the stumpy arms but with the belly. Right. <laughs> it's like that thing. <laughs> so we went out to dinner for. I just want to throw this in there. We went out to dinner for my sister's birthday over the weekend, and I don't know how the subject of Stefan came up. You know that character on SNL. Uh huh. But I was quoting something from that bit, and all of a sudden our waiter starts cracking up. He's like, that's my favorite thing ever. And then he starts quoting all these other lines from other Stefan things that I haven't seen. Were but you he, at a Friday's? No, we were not at a Friday's. We were actually at La Tosca. But, um, yeah, it was kind of funny because then he didn't want to go away, and then we're like, can we get back to our family dinner now, please? <laughs> He's like, I want to come home with you guys. <laughs> you guys, my shift's almost off. Can you wait? Uh, you want to talk about miscellaneous? Yes. Uh the two shows I talked about, Veep and Girls, HBO has already renewed them for a second season. So there you go. Congratulations. Which is a pretty big move after they've only been on for like two weeks. Yeah. Well. But whatever. Uh, Fringe has been renewed for a fifth and final season. Yes. Very happy about that. Very about happy. About it being a fifth season or it being a final season? About it being a fifth season. Okay. Not happy about the final, but that's oh. it is what it is. Uh, Chloe Sevigny is in talks to appear in season two of American Horror Story. I can't but keep I've, anything about that show straight. I've I thought everyone from the previous season was coming back, playing different characters in a different place. But uh, now they're I adding new people. I know Jessica Lange is, and I believe I Zachary. I get Quinto that is. at all. Why would you do that? I, I don't know. That doesn't seem to make any sense. Stunt does casting. it? Stunt casting. Stunt casting. Yeah. NBC has already canceled the sitcom Best Friends Forever. Never even heard that of that. That was the one that I talked about last episode that I really liked the first episode, but then I watched the second episode, and it was terrible. Oh, that one. Yeah. Right. I gotcha. Uh, next, Will Ferrell will host Saturday Night Live on May 12th. So there you go. <laughs> Be like going back to an old job. Um, and finally, HBO is developing a new cop drama starring Woody Harrelson. And, I'm out. And Really? Yeah. Woody Harrelson, you're out? Totally. I didn't get to the Matthew McConaughey yet. I'm twice out. <laughs> really? I, That's like the worst pairing of people ever. Uh, I don't hate Woody Harrelson, but Matthew McConaughey is pretty annoying. I cannot stand Woody Harrelson. I, really? I like him in almost nothing. I find him to be completely. Yeah, he was. He was. He was good in that. Um, you know that, Woody that, may be the, that may be the only thing I've ever not hated him in. Really? I, I find him, him to be so entirely irritating. 
Like, just completely yeah, grates be. on my nerves in everything I've ever seen him in. You know, I'm starting to... You know what I'm realizing that I've never realized before? I'm thinking of things that he's been in before, and I'm confusing him in my head with Bruce Willis. There's a similarity between Bruce Willis and Woody Harrelson. What? They're similar. Yeah, and that they've both been bald at one time, and they're both well, men. There's that. And human. And there's that. And actors. So they got four things in common. That's they it. They both got their start on TV. Okay. All right. Wow, that's weird. I, I would never confuse those two because there are actors that I confuse. You know what I mean? I kind of confuse them. I don't know why I confuse them. I don't know. I think that's Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau. Like, oh, they're completely different. I know they're completely different, but because of their connection, right. like when you say one of their names, I sometimes think of the other one because they're so- Would you do that with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? No. No, because one is terrible. Right. Which one? And then there's Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people don't like either one of them as actors. You know? Oh, Matt Damon's good. I think Matt Damon's great. But Ben Affleck's terrible. But Ben Affleck makes uh, directs a good movie. What has he directed? Gone Baby Gone and The oh, he, Town. Wait, he directed Gone Baby Gone? Yeah. Shocking, isn't it? That was a good movie. It's a really good movie. The Town was good, too. Yeah. Gone Baby Gone was... Was almost a little too intense in times no. at times for me. You can thank your Ben Affleck for that. Yeah, I will if I ever see him. <laughs> uh, that's all I really have. And I'll tell him that you know it was so good that I seriously hope they greenlight your next project. I'd tell him that. Uh, that's all you got. There's Is no that more a project greenlight reference. Right, exactly. Yeah. It was. Um, that's it. No more TV. That no, that's it. Okay. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about movies. Okay, we're back, and we're going to talk about movies now. Oh, I cannot wait to hear about the movies you've seen. You know, I have seen a couple movies that I've seen before. Like what? Uh, Bridesmaids and Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol. Wait, is that on pay-per-view? It's out on everything, yeah. Oh, is it out on yeah. Blu-ray? No. Oh, I thought it was coming out this week. No, it reason. came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, I'll probably buy that. It was such a good movie. You should. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just as enjoyable the second time and Bridesmaids just as enjoyable the eighth time wow I have to tell you the more I watch that movie the more I laugh really that that is really even the bride's dress the bridal shop scene yeah I mean that's funny I mean it's because you usually don't like I don't that. like that kind of humor yeah. but I mean it's you know it's funny that yeah. movie I mean there's just you know I still have never seen the end of that film oh, I love that movie I love it why don't you marry it <laughs> maybe you could be your own bridesmaid <laughs> Um, what do you think of Crazy Stupid Love? Do you like it? I haven't seen it yet. And then you should return it. <laughs> hey, it was given to me. It was not given to you. It was loaned to you. Right. It was given to me <laughs> as a loan. I just haven't repaid it yet. That's all. Um, yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. It's really, really hard to get my wife to see romantic comedies. She just wants to see like alien movies. Well, sure. She's dead inside. <laughs> or an alien inside. <laughs> well, either one is fine with me. As long as it doesn't <laughs> impeach on my me time. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and I did watch, I did start to watch uh, Star Wars one night on Blu-ray because, you know, I have I still haven't watched those. And um, I was very happy with the picture quality, obviously, because it's so much better than anything else that we've seen before. But the audio is still not that great. Did you notice that? 
No, it, but a, I just listen to things through my soundbar. So oh, yeah, it's a little it's a little flat, and it would like kind of go in and out, like where sometimes it would sound better. I do think that he went back and undid the thing that he did with Han shooting Greedo, though, because when I watched it on Blu-ray, it didn't look like Greedo shot first. Looked like he was going to, obviously. Interesting. But um, I'll have to watch that again because I think he made it so that just yeah. Han just shot. I mean, it was still it's self-defense either way. I don't see what the problem was. <laughs> Let's see what the problem was. Um, we also watched a movie on on demand the other night called The Darkest Hour. Do you remember that one? No, but I'm going to go to it on IMDb. Um, it was a, it's a kind of sci-fi horror movie about these aliens that come and they're invisible and they disintegrate people. You just uh, described every movie that you bring to the table. Really? Invisible aliens that disintegrate people? When was the last time I talked about one of those? Never. Last time you saw a movie. Oh, I bet this was a great movie. I bet this was a great movie. Are you being facetious? Absolutely. <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was. What would you give it out of 10? And then I'll tell you what I uh, give it. Out of 10? Yeah. I'd probably give it a six and a half. You're very generous. Yeah? 4.9. <laughs> On IMDb? Yeah. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I'd give it about a six and a half. There's some... Rotten Tomatoes is usually smaller or lower. Less, yeah. yeah. Um... Oh, apparently I shouldn't type in Rotten Tomatoes into the Rotten Tomatoes search bar. No. No, that doesn't really Go do ahead. Much. You can continue talking. Um, but well, here's what I liked about it. The effects were good, uh, and there was some cool stuff about the aliens. But um, one of the things that I – Oh, way off. 11%. Wow. No. That's terrible. Um, but one of the, and this is like a, such a trivial thing that has absolutely nothing to do with the story of the movie. But one of the things I liked about it is the movie takes place in Russia. And you know how whenever you see a movie that takes place in Russia, there's always going to be some Russian thug, bad guy who's trying to screw the Americans. You know what I mean? Right. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? right? There was absolutely none of that in this, which I really, was really- Was snow? There was snow, though, wasn't there? Uh, No, there was no snow. Wow. No snow. No Russian thugs and no snow. Was there vodka? Yes, there was vodka. There you go. Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> It was fine. It was fine. It was a fine way to waste an hour and a half or whatever it was. Yeah. It was worth five bucks for two people. Can't go wrong with that. Can you? Really? I guess. 11%. It's better yeah. than 10%. <laughs> that's true. It is. <laughs> that's all I've seen, though. Uh, That's good. Yeah. I want to see Cabin in the Woods. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, it's it. supposed to be really good. Everyone's talking that about got, it. Here, wait. That got uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I'll give you the little uh, score on that. 90%. Wow. That's pretty good. It's a far cry above 11%. Yep. <laughs> sure. Why are being so pompous I, about this? I don't, I don't, I don't either. Uh, but I also expect nothing less. Right? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, a new trailer for The Dark Knight Rises was released yesterday. Let's discuss. Okay. I was really pleased with it, and it really put my mind to ease about, because I was really worried when they cast Anne Hathaway, and you said it best at lunch. Yeah. What did I say? I don't remember exactly your exact words were, but they were perfect. Uh, she wasn't uh, so bubbly. Right. Right. She was She was mellow. That's yeah. what I said. Is she was mellow. Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that right away, too, and I was happy about that. Although, I don't know why you'd be any more concerned about her being cast than Katie Holmes. Oh, that's true. But she was in the first one. Yeah. First one, I didn't have any expectations. Sure. You know, fair. I loved, I mean, way more than you did. I love the second one. I think it's one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years. Yeah, I, I didn't love it as much as I everybody loved else. it. And, and you know, I, I've seen other people say this, and I, I, I agree with it 
in theory that I don't think it would have gotten as much praise as it did if Heath Ledger hadn't died. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. Really? Yeah. Because that performance, whether he lived on or died, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I I wasn't as crazy about it as most other people. I loved it. Yeah. So my expectations are very high. Yeah. But So Anne Hathaway in this, she's very, you know, serious. She's, and, yeah, she's more mellow yeah. and serious. Yeah. She's not the girl. I think she looks like she's going to be good in it. I mean, she is a great actress. I think I've just so. never seen her in a role where, you know. Oh, yeah, I thought you did. Wasn't there? I never a... saw that Rachel getting married. Oh, you didn't? I thought I you did I never saw that. that, no. Okay. But, you know, I've seen her bumbling in Devil Wears Prada, and I've seen sure. her, you know, her boobies. Princess Diary. Princess Diaries. Never saw that. Wait, you could see her boobies in Princess in uh, in Brokeback oh, Mountain. Full on. Wow, yeah. full on. Yeah, not just a side boob. <laughs> All right then. Um, who's the bad guy? I don't know who that bad guy is in Brokeback Mountain. No, in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> uh, it's Bane, played by Tom Hardy. Okay, and what's Bane's deal? Uh, he's very bad. He's the Bane of Batman's existence. Well, apparently, but what <laughs> what is it? What does he have any powers? Uh, he's big and strong. That's it. He's just big uh, and strong. No, he. There's something happened to him to make him big and strong. And why does he have that? What's what's wrong with his face? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a breathing apparatus. You don't know what that sure. is. For I don't real? know. I'm oh, not. Okay, because he looks you like know. a human. You know, when I read warm. the Batman comic books, Spain did not exist. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Although he is in the video games that I've just played. Ah. Yeah. Was he tough to defeat? Uh, yeah, he's a boss. Oh. Character in the first one. I don't remember him being. He's not the, the boss of me. Oh, he is in the second one. He is in the second one too. He's not the boss of me. He, no, no. So your wife is the boss of you because she's actually inside. Actually, my son is the boss of boss of both of yes. us. <laughs> um, really think my wife is an alien inside? You think that could be possible? No, you said that. No, you said that. I know, but uh, you implied it. Okay, and I inferred it. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, very happy with the trailer. Very much looking forward to the movie. You know what I'm looking forward to is that flying thing because that looks pretty cool. Yeah. But here's what I don't understand. They know who each other is, right? I mean, Batman and Catwoman. Catwoman? Catwoman? Is that who she plays? Catwoman? Selena Kyle. Right. So they know who each other is, right? I would assume. I mean, there's no way. There's no. I I could see how if you're kind of an idiot and maybe drunk, you wouldn't know who he is. But she barely has anything covering her face. (laughs) So you know what I like is that her little goggles are what make her ears. So it's not like she's purposely wearing ears. She just has her goggles folded up, and that creates her ears. Oh, I don't think I know. So that that. adds a realism to it. I don't think I know. Rather than the fact that she's out in the street wearing ears. Right. (laughs) Well, that would be no different than what he's doing, though. Yeah, but I mean, his deal is, you know, his own thing. His own thing. Right. Yeah. But still, you you know, like the whole Joker thing. Like, it wasn't like he was, you know, nightly putting makeup on. He was, you know, well, he was. He was. But <laughs> he was. Actually. He was. But, I mean, he was grotesque and, like, he wasn't, you know. He was more of a grotesque mutant type than he was a clown. Right. 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 So there was some realism to it. So I like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're spending a lot of time about but her. I, okay. I but anyway, my, my was point cool was my point was is there's a, a shot where she says, you know, my mom always said, don't get into cars with strange men or something like that. And he goes, this isn't a car. Right? Yeah. Why did he have to talk like that? She knows it's him. Can he just use his real voice? <laughs> well, we don't know that. We haven't seen it yet. We don't know that she knows it's him. Well, that's true. But but again, she'd have to be kind of dumb. She's like two feet from him. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
you just like have to buy that everyone's a complete moron in superhero things because I mean it's like the whole Superman thing you know the glasses no glasses glasses no glasses and I told you about that on Lois and Clark right about the like one episode of that show that I saw where these time travelers came back in time and they all wanted to meet Lois and she was like why does everyone want to meet and because they said because you're you know Clark Kent's like best friend. She goes, really? That's so sweet that you guys were They're like, no, no, no. You don't understand. We're here to make fun of you. Glasses? No glasses. <laughs> I mean, they didn't actually say that, but it was right. like, I think the guy like put on his glasses. He said, Clark Kent, Superman. And she's like, what? And he's like, never mind. And he wa- walked away. But I mean, it's like all these things. Right. How could you not know it's them? Well, you know, it's, he also flies. So there's that. Superman. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What? So there's lots of crazy stuff you have to believe. But a being from another planet who's able to fly on our planet. That's crazy stuff, too. But the, but the, what, that's irrelevant because that's what you're saying the world is. Well, th- th- but it's we also not, a world. We do not live in a world where you can't tell <laughs> that somebody's the same person when they take their glasses off. In that particular world, yes. <laughs> no, no. No, I know people with glasses, and I always know it's them when they take them off. Like when a woman's husband comes home and he's wearing sunglasses, she thinks someone's breaking into her house. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. No, no, honey, it's me. It's me. He takes off the glasses. Oh, the only person that might not apply to is CeeLo Green because he looks completely different with his glasses <laughs> off. He should just wear the glasses all the time. We have gone way too far in this. Let's also talk about the new Prometheus trailer. One yes. of the coolest trailers oh. ever. I cannot wait for that movie. I can't believe, like I said on the, the Facebook page, that we have to wait a month for that movie. Oh, it looks so good. So good. Looks great. Uh, Avengers coming out uh, yes, in a couple days. I was just yeah. about to oh, talk about okay. that. Go ahead. Uh, the reviews are in for the Avengers, and they are great. Well, the, the reviews are in because apparently it's been released everywhere except the United States. Right. What is up with that? I don't know. Okay. I wonder what the reason is for that. I guess I could have researched and found out. But Probably. I did not. That'd be a good thing to do for a podcast. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, the summer blockbuster currently has a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it went down. From when I made this outline, yes. Yeah. Uh, many reviewers have stated that this is the best big screen portrayal of the Hulk so far. So talks of a standalone Hulk film are already taking place. The film would see a 2015 release. You mean talks of a third standalone Hulk film are already taking place? Since there were already two yeah. previously that both kind of sucked. Right. Yeah. It's still a standalone Hulk Yeah, I film. know. I just wanted to make sure people knew that. And uh, from what I was reading, Mark Ruffalo, when he signed on to do this, uh, who plays Bruce Banner, okay. has uh, signed a six- picture obligation so it they're not saying they're making six movies it's just that he if they do make up to that many he has to do them right right okay because i would imagine if avengers does as well as it looks it's like going to there will be another avengers movie right right you know at one point we're going to get you know oversaturated with these movies because I have well, a lot of people think we're already there. Uh, well, here, let me read you the next because a lot of people didn't like, you know, Thor or a lot of people didn't like Captain America that much. Let me read you more. The helps Jessica Chastain will star as Tony Stark's love, love interest in the next Iron Man film. So there's the next Wait, Iron Man film. Wait, hold on. What? It's number 10. I moved ahead. Uh, Guy Pierce is also slated to appear along with Ben Kingsley, who has already signed on to play the film's villain. Now, in the same world, the Marvel character Daredevil is getting a reboot. Thankfully, Ben Affleck will have no involvement. He's the bad one, right? Yes, Matt Damon, Matt Damon is the good one. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Hopefully, they won't get Matt Damon to play him. Oh, that would, be, that would be a sort of <laughs> twisting the knife a little bit, wouldn't it? I think it'd be a little short. 
yeah. to be a, a stormtrooper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Uh, we spoke last time about a Carrie remake with Chloe Moretz as the title character. Well, now there's talk that Julianne Moore will appear in the role of Carrie's mother. The film will see a March 2013 release. Mm. I know you don't like her, but I love her. Mm. Uh, it doesn't open for another month, but Snow White and the Huntsman is already getting a sequel. What? Yep. How can they do that before it's open? What if it flops? I don't know. Charlie Theron looks pretty cool on it. Uh, I think the movie looks incredible. I think you could base it just on that. Huh? Just on... Uh, just go automatically make yeah. a sequel to anything that she's in? Right. Is that what you're saying? Except for Iron Flux. And Monster. <laughs> Not really a whole lot you can do there. No. Um, a big screen version of the classic TV show The Rockford Files is currently in the works with Vince Vaughn in the title oh, role. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Can I th- sing the theme song? You want to. Go ahead. <laughs> it was all queued up, too. <laughs> You do realize that when this movie comes out, it will have that theme song, but it will be done by the Black Eyed Peas. Or Jan Hammer. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, they'll try to update it with like Black sure. Eyed Peas or- I'm sure. Yeah. I was watching- uh, I was watching Minaj, a, whatever that is. Whatever that thing is. I was watching an episode of um, Top Gear the other day, and Will I Am was the star in the reasonably priced car on that particular episode. And uh, seems like a really decent guy. Yeah. Like- um, he, he seems like he's done a lot of good for a lot of people with his success, wow. which is always nice to see. And he raced the hell out of his car, too. Because, uh, I, like I've said before, they put people in a crappy car right. to see how fast they can go around this racetrack. And he's only one of three people to drive an automatic, because, you know, most Europeans drive stick shift. Right. Um, so he was one of only three people to drive an automatic, and he was also driving when the track was wet. And he had a time that was way higher than any of or way lower, I mean. Uh, than any of the other people who drove the same car in the same conditions. Than Marley Matlin or... Um, I think she may have actually been on or that Or Peter show. Dinklage. I don't know who that... <laughs> now he lost me. He's the short person who played... Uh, oh. He's an elf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> really? Dinklage? <laughs> really? Uh, wow. This is interesting. Peter Jackson previewed 10 minutes of his upcoming film, The Hobbit, to some pretty scathing reviews, many due to the director's use of a new 48 frames per second technology. Why would people complain about that? I don't know. But Jackson defended his film by saying that criticism of a new technology is expected, but that the preview shouldn't be judged out of context to the rest of the film. You know, I I suppose I Well, let me give you a bit of advice then. Don't preview it. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think I can understand why some people wouldn't like that. Because, like I said, when we first got our TV yeah, and it was set to, with film mode on, it's like, it's jarring. Yeah. It's jarring. You know, if you're doing, like, some big outer space action movie, it might be a little bit better. But, you know, you go to a certain frame rate or a certain, you know, manufactured frame rate, and it looks too real to look like a movie. And right. then you don't, for some reason, I think we're just so trained Absolutely. to see movies that look a certain way. That it doesn't look right. It just looks wrong. Right. I agree with you. Because because remember remember when uh, when that guy. Um, it looks like you're watching a videotape. Yeah, like a homemade videotape. Right. Um, remember when that guy uh, Doug Trumbull, I think it was, had his show scan technology. And remember the movie theater we worked at in Arlington Heights Ridge mm-hmm. was originally supposed to be a show scan theater until Plitt and 
Cineplex Odeon merged and then they nixed that idea. I have no idea what it's But it was, it was the same thing. It was like a 60 frame per second technology or something like that. And um, that they they had launched in Japan and and to great success over there, but uh, they couldn't get it off the ground over here. And I, I wonder yeah. if it was the same kind of thing where people it's just- probably because of Pokemon. Think so? <laughs> yeah. Or Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what those things I, mean. I, I, I had a feeling you didn't. <laughs> uh, I assume that it was the success of the Pirates of the Caribbean films that has inspired Disney to begin working on a film version of another of their theme park attractions, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I'm pretty sure we talked about that already. No, we didn't. I'm pretty we sure we did. We talked about... Uh, Asteroids, the movie. Right. We didn't talk about that. Battleship, the movie. Are you going to see the Battleship movie? Uh, Probably not. Really? Yeah, it looks bad. It's got aliens. I know. Well, that, yeah. yeah. You, you'll see the 11% movie and be happy with it. <laughs> yeah, better than not watching anything, let's put it that way. I watched Bridesmaids, which I'm sure is much higher than 11%. Probably. Probably. Uh, Christina Ricci will appear in the Smurf sequel. Like literally appear in it or doing a voice? No, she's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is currently dealing to make Rambo 5. Did he learn nothing but Ram- from Rambo 4? I heard they were going to make a sequel to The Expendables. Did you say that last time? Did you? Actually, they've already made it. They did? Yeah, there's posters and trailers out for it already. Oh, so it's coming out soon. Yeah. So I heard right. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Glad my sources know what they're talking about. <sighs> Always the late-breaking news here on your <laughs> team of podcasts. <laughs> and finally, Sam Raimi will be producing the Poltergeist remake. Come on. Why do you need to remake that movie? I, I You know, when you look back at it now, it's probably not that good. Really? Really? You think it would be good I if you dare you to watch it at night with the lights oh, off. Oh, come on. You think I'd be scared by it? I do. No. You wouldn't? No? Were you scared by it back then? I don't think so. Oh, really? Yeah. I was terrified by that movie. I was talking to someone about movies that truly scared me when I was young. That wasn't one of That didn't pop into my head. Amityville Horror is one, absolutely. The original, obviously. It's a movie about a house. It's a very scary house. What's it going to do to you? It has no arms. It's got no teeth. What is it do? What's it going to do? Lock you out? There were flies. <laughs> I don't know how anyone was scared by that movie. It's a house. It's a scary movie. Yeah, I, a- I never understood those house things. Like, Well, Poltergeist wasn't much different. Yeah, but there was actual stuff that was happening. There were evil trees and evil swimming pools with evil dead people. and Little scary girl. Evil meat. No, she wasn't actually supposed to be scary. But she was, though. Oh, okay. You know who was scary? Zelda Rubenstein. No. She's always scary. Uh, is that it? That's it. That's all we got for That's movies. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about everything else. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk. I would like to, to say what? before we move what? on that uh, Wait. the two movies I saw – uh, Bridesmaids got a 90%. I didn't even get to intro this segment. I know, yet. we're not there yet. Okay. And Ghost Protocol got a 93%. Yeah. For an average of 91.5%. That's a good average. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to talk about everything else in the old mashup. Moosh, moosh. You done? Moosh, moosh. Okay. Uh, I, I would also like to mention we forgot to mention Dick Clark passing away. Very sad, right? Well, you don't care? You don't think he had a huge influence on the musical industry? In this he was not a nice person to me, so... Oh, and it's all about Tony, isn't it? 
That's when his health went downhill. I can't even talk. Oh my god, he put a curse on me. <laughs> As he should have. You're not going to say something horrible. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah. Um, you know, he lived in a Flintstones house. What does that mean? Uh, he bought a piece of land near a like a national park, mm-hmm. and they, after he bought, you know, to to build a house on. And after he bought the land, they're like, you know, we'd really rather you didn't build a house there. And he's like, well, I, I just bought this. What am I supposed to do with it now? So then he talked to an architect, came up with an idea to build. I'm sure he wasn't that nice when he said it, too. <laughs> just from my own experiences with him. Isn't it possible he had a bad day? Whatever. I only have that one. You know, first impressions are lasting impressions. Right. But I'm saying it could be possible that he was not a bad person, that he just, for whatever reason at that point that in way. time. I don't see it that way. So anybody who's I'm ever I'm one been... opinion. What? I'm one opinion. Yeah. I'm sure Cindy Lauper has a different opinion. Why would you single just her out? picking anyone from the <laughs> 80s who was on American Bandstand. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um... So he uh, so he talked to an architect, and they came up with an idea to build a house that basically looked like a rock formation, so that it wouldn't look out of place on the landscape. And the the you know the park service or whatever it was thought that was a great idea, and so they went ahead and let him build it. So I mean, it looks like he lives in a, a Flintstones house. I mean, all the walls are all stone or look like stone, and it's got a big that's not good insulation. Stone slab. It's actually fantastic insulation, but really, yes. Um, it's a really cool looking house. Just look up Dick Clark Flintstones house. It's really cool. Um, and then you have to type all that in. I just typed in Dick Clark and there it was. There it was right there. Um, and then the other person who passed away in the entertainment industry who I'd like to mention is Joel Goldsmith, who was the son of Jerry Goldsmith, also a composer. And, um, he did all of the music for the Stargate TV shows and, and a bunch of other stuff too. But, uh, He's only 54, and it was very sad. He he wrote a lot of really really great music for those series. So that was he wrote a, the music for the Flintstones. No, I didn't say that. I was I was looking at pictures. I know. You got to admit it's a cool house. It's very cool, actually. Yeah. Um. It's very cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's really cool. Just look up Dick Clark Flintstones house, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's amazing. It's pretty amazing. And speaking of the Flintstones, we went to, have you ever been to the Volo Auto Museum? I'm sure you've never been there, but anyway. Actually, when I was a kid, I've been there. Oh, you have? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So they the, had- The Batmobile from the TV show. Yeah. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. And Elvis's car was there. A lot, a Green lot. Green Hornet car was there. That one was missing, but they did have- uh, In fact, we used to go there all the time. Really? Yeah, all the time. Was your dad big into cars? Is that why? No, I was big into Batman, so I always wanted oh, to Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so they still had the still TV, like, the TV, the TV, the games I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, they still had the TV show Batman Car, which was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they had a lot of cool things, but one of the things was from the the Flintstones movie that was made with with uh, John uh, Goodman. Goodman. They had the Flintstones car, and you could sit in it and get your picture. They taken didn't have that when I went. No, that movie wasn't around yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they had the they had the hearse from Ghostbusters. That thing is like the size of a semi. It is huge. Really? It's so long. Same with the the car, the General Lee from uh, Dukes of Hazard. It's like it's longer so than a normal long. car. Oh my god, it's enormous. Really? Enormous. I, I can't even guess how. It, it looked like it was like twenty feet long. It was. Gigantic. I can't believe that place is still there. Yeah, it's huge. They've got four different museum showrooms. They only had two when I went. Okay, so they've got four now, and um, so there's all like the star. Did they cars. still have the car. Was it? Was it from Bonnie and Clyde or was it from The Godfather? They had the, the car, car with from all Bonnie the holes and Clyde. Yeah, yeah. And they had uh, they had a roller skate car. 
that was like a two-story car where you sat in the top of the boot and drove it. And uh, so, like, if you imagine a big roller skate, you'd sit at the top of the boot. I remember how cheesy the displays were. Like, oh, they're the Elv- totally cheesy. The Elvis cheesy. display was really cheesy. Totally cheesy. The- yeah. Did they have the, um, when you were there, do you remember the Johnny Cash guitar dragster? No. So cool. So you know what a dragster looks like, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's a dragster with the neck being at the front, and there's six wheels at the front on the neck of the car, and all six of them steer. So all six of them turn when you turn the steering wheel. And then you sit back in the like the actual guitar, you know, part. Oh, it looks like a guitar. Yeah, the whole. If you look at it from the top, it looks like a, a really long guitar. But it's a dragster. And Johnny Cash owned this. I don't know if he owned it or there was a. Or it was just a model of his guitar. No, I, I think what it was. There's a guy. I can't remember his name now, but uh, I didn't know. Slim I was Pickens talking about it. No, a guy who made these cars that were inspired by different celebrities. So there uh, were some cars there that were not actually owned. Like the Elvis car was not actually owned by him. Oh, really? It was inspired by him. And built, designed and built by this guy who built these cars. Interesting. So there was the Elvis one, Marilyn Monroe, and James Dean. But I don't think any of those people actually own those cars. Interesting. Um, but uh, there were a lot of cars that are like, especially classic muscle car period cars that were for sale. I mean, there's tons of cars for sale there. And some of them, and then there's also like really old, like Model A, Model T, you know, really old cars. Yeah, that stuff never interested me. Yeah. But there was like, there was an old Jaguar there that was on sale for like $110,000. Did you get it? I did, yeah. And um, a quart of oil. I figured I'd need it at some point. <laughs> no, um, no, there there was a, there were just a lot of really cool cars there. There was like the car, one of the cars from the, fa- you know, Fast and the Furious from the first one of those. That um, wasn't there when I went. Yeah, that, I'm sure that wasn't there. They had the, they had two mystery machines. They had the one from the cartoon, like the, that was, the cartoon one was modeled after, and they had the one from the movie, which was obviously a more, contemporary version of it but there's some really cool stuff there oh, i'd um, like to go back there yeah it's uh it's very cool there's a lot of neat stuff there they still have the batmobile did your son love it he did off and on like he yeah. loved it and then he wanted to go home and then he loved it he got to see two of the cars from cars so lightning mcqueen and doc hudson were there those so are real cars he was like so excited when he saw those he does this thing where you're not gonna be able to see this but you'll see it does this thing did where they when talk? he talk did the cars talk no when he gets really excited he goes <laughs> And so, like, as soon as he saw those cars, he did that. Like, he got all like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm. The face he's making is the one that, like, Miss Venezuela would do when she wins Miss Universe. If she put her hand in her mouth right. when she won. She does. Is it is Why Miss Venezuela? Why would you pick on her? I'm just. You're just choosing at random. Sure. Okay. That's fine. All right, back to the actual mashup then. Uh, Google Drive is now up and running and is currently available for PC, Mac, and Android with iPhone and iPad support coming soon. That's like, uh, you know, the Apple's uh, iCloud, but available for anything. So, you know, not just your iDevice. Uh, You get 5 gigs of storage for free, and 25 gigs will run you about $2.50 per month, which is pretty cheap, actually. If you need more than that, you can get up to 100 gigs of, well, you can get 100 gigs of storage for $5 a month, and then there are more plans that go up to 16 terabytes of storage, although at that price, it might be cheaper to buy a big hard drive once a month and just back your stuff up to it, because 16 terabytes of storage is $800 a month. That's a lot. Still, if you figure a three terabyte hard drive is 200 bucks, you know, right? you'd have to spend $1,000 anyway. Um, Not every month. What? Not every month. Well, if you're filling them up every month. Oh, that's a lot of information. Yeah, it is. Uh, Lamborghini officially unveiled its Urus SUV. To be honest, uh, some SUVs these days are so nice looking already. 
that I don't really think the exterior is that exciting. You know, you can tell it's a Lamborghini because of some of the details, but, you know, there are a lot of nice-looking SUVs out there now. But, um, you know, especially when compared with other Lamborghini designs. But the interior is really nice, and, of course, it'll be super fast. Uh, the other good thing is that it is, in fact, much nicer-looking than their previous trucks, the LM002 and LM004. Why don't you look that up on your iPad and see what those look like? Because I don't care about them. Oh, that's nice. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Microsoft is experimenting with a product called Home OS that's intended to run on a dedicated computer in your house for the purpose of interconnecting all the electric products in your home so that they can talk to each other and so that you can control them in a smart way. So they want to do everything, not just not just, you know, like computers, but they want to let you control your lights and your garage door and your whatever. Your anything that's runs on electricity basically. Mm-hmm. And it's been. Tr- you think uh, this thing is attractive? The Urus or the old one? The LM. No, I said it's not attractive. It's I ugly. Said, I said the new one is a lot better looking than their old truck, is what I was but saying. Didn't you tell me to look up the. Yeah, to see how hideous it was. Oh, wait, I don't want that. Um, Disneyland Paris may have its Star Tours attraction upsized into a full blown Star Wars land with a Jedi Academy and even a Mos Eisley Cantina restaurant. That'll never happen. This is still in the rumor stage right now, but the source even had budget figures and dates. $84 million spent to do the upgrade, which would open in 2015. So you don't think it's going to happen? No. Why not? You don't think George Lucas likes the money anymore? I don't think he likes the French. I think think that you're talking about yourself now. (laughs) An Australian billionaire is teaming up with a Chinese shipbuilding company to build a new Titanic. Haven't people already talked about doing this before this? I don't know, but I saw this on the news, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. It'll be as luxurious as the original, but with state-of-the-art ship stuff, you know, the way that it moves and all the instruments and all that. Strangely, its maiden voyage is also scheduled to be from London to New York, the original scheduled voyage of the famous Titanic. This one will be in two th- yeah, This one will be in 2016 and hopefully won't include an iceberg or Billy Zane. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Uh, the LSST, a massive digital camera designed to be in uh, to take pictures of outer space, just got approval for its final design phase. If you've ever been blown away by deep space images from the Hubble or the ESO's telescopes, then this is very good news for you, especially considering the LSST will be able to image the entire visible sky every week. That is unbelievably cool. The LSST will be mounted on a facility in Chile and should be ready to take pictures by the end of the decade. Isn't it weird that it would take that long to build a big telescope? Like eight years? Anything you just like, you know, build it, be done? Like just screw a couple pipes together and yeah, you're done? Yeah, really, just get the biggest pipes you can find, put a piece of glass at one end. Hey, did you happen to hear the story? I should have added it in the movie's part. And I don't know, I don't know what made me think of it now, but uh, they were somewhere here in America, they were going to have a uh, screening of the Avengers. Okay. Did you hear the story that I was saying? I, I don't know. Oh, and... Uh, it was being digitally projected, but someone had accidentally deleted it off the server. Seriously? Yeah. That's a big oops. Uh, that's a huge oops. <laughs> that's where you would want that 16 terabytes of backup from <laughs> Google Drive. Maybe that's what made me think of it. Maybe. Wow, that's pretty pathetic. Uh, Microsoft is planning on launching a new cross-platform Xbox music service that will replace the current Zune service. Look for it at E3. French rail company SNCF and Ferrari got together to design a new train for Europe that would hopefully entice more passengers to travel by rail. The Italo is very modern and very Ferrari red. 
It also has comfy leather seats that'll take you from Rome to Milan in two hours for just 60 bucks. How cool is that? It's very cool. How, how far are those from each other? Uh, well, I don't know. I flew from, or not flew, I took a train from Rome to Florence, in, which isn't anywhere near as far as Milan. Right. Uh, how but long? it was like hour and 15. It was 200 miles. Right. So this is probably, yeah. you know. It's amazing. Yeah. And when you're and when sixty dollars, sixty dollars, because listen to right. this. Well, I, I like well, I comfy leather that. seats, and you can get you can get an upgraded cabin where you can get four yeah. people in like a private thing yeah. for like five hundred bucks. That I was on. So cool. And so you cool. you assign when you pick when you reserve it because I reserved it here, um, which by the way today is the one year anniversary of when I left for my first trip to Italy. That is insignificant to everyone yes, except you. I know. Um, <laughs> white people's problems. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you reserve your your seat. So like when you Just buy like your you ticket. Just like you do with an Like airplane. a concert. Right. No. Or an airplane. Since we're talking or about travel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, very comfy. And when you're going that fast, I mean, you figure you're going like, what, 100 and... Fast. You're going fast. Fast. A couple hundred miles uh, an hour, maybe. It doesn't seem that fast when you're on the train. Yeah. Probably would if you hit something. Or if you stick your head out the window. <laughs> I saw that in the first Mission Impossible. That is not a good idea. Um, and the train, by the way, made its first run out of Rome a couple weeks ago, so that's pretty cool. Finally, a police department in Gadsden, Alabama. Owns... 362 miles. So that's pretty fast. That is fast. More than 100, about 150 miles an hour average. Finally, a police department in Gadsden, Alabama, owns two aerial drones that cost about $150,000. Trouble is... They have no idea where they came from or why they have them. Looks like somebody in some federal agency someplace needed to spend some budget money, so the drones were quote-unquote sold to the police department, and their police chief, John Crane, was put on a list of people authorized to fly them. Crane didn't know anything about them until two weeks ago. What does any of that mean? Which part are you confused about? So this police department had these drones, but they never knew they had it? Right, because they didn't actually buy them. They were bought. So where were they stored? I don't know that. Well, that's a big part of the story. They were stored in storage. So how did they find out that they owned them? They went in the storage and they found them. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's a big storage space that they didn't know about. Yeah, it is. (laughs) This story is a little suspect. It is. The whole point is that that it's this whole terrible uh, culture, you know, economic culture within the government of you have to spend your budget money or you get it taken away the next year. So people spend money on ridiculous things. I mean, I don't know if you heard this other story. I forget I forget now what it was. Some police precinct that all of a sudden found 300 Toyota Priuses that they bought five years ago that have never been driven. Where did they find them? In a garage. That they didn't know about. Right. They And they actually paid for them. 300 cars that have never been used but in six years. what about the people who actually bought these things? Where are they to explain? Oh, he's not in office anymore. That guy was kicked out of office because everyone said he spent too much money. <laughs> you think? Yeah. But, I mean, can you believe that? 300 cars. Why didn't he you grab himself money. a couple of those cars? You had the Why money. Why isn't all of his well, family driving the, one of those they're cars? They're Toyota Priuses. I mean, come on. <laughs> but, I mean. But no one would hear them. I think it, I think, I think it was in Florida. But, I mean, you have the money to buy 300 cars and you never use them. That money should have gone to, like, help some people in your town, maybe. Right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway. Like drunk Jimmy sitting on the corner. Okay. I don't know who that is. 
picking his teeth up off the sidewalk. What are you talking about? Is that a song? No. Just You're not going to help drunk Jimmy. Because you help drunk Jimmy, he's just going to go get more drunker. Okay. And I certainly wouldn't pick up his teeth for him. No, that's disgusting. That's gross. You could do that on a work release program. Because if he's losing his teeth, he's got some kind of fungus. <laughs> or something. Something falling apart on the man. Uh, that brings us to the time in the show when we reveal our votes for the best and worst entertainment moments of the week. Please, Tony, please, please, won't you give us your worst? Yes. As you know, uh, last week I was in Mexico and on our... Uh... Mexico. Yes. Yeah. And of course, when you go to a different country, your TV, you have very limited English choices. Right. So we had the BBC, the worldwide BBC. Sure. So it's most of the news stories. BBCW. Right. So most of the stories weren't about America, and they were about things that... Other weird countries yeah, with that weird I, people that that I had no interest speak in. weird languages. So like the only other channel that was in English was MTV. Okay. Uh, MTV... <laughs> Did they show any music on that show? Uh, Zero. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Um, they showed a lot of Jersey Shore, which you know I hate. But the Jersey Shore that they showed there, I mean, because there's still there were still like Spanish subtitles, and some shows were still in Spanish. Okay. But most of the time we turned on, you know, it was something that was in English. But they didn't uh, they didn't bleep out the the swearing. So it's amazing how much swearing is oh, actually on that show. That's interesting. It was interesting because talk about using the four letter word a lot. Yeah, a lot. So see, maybe maybe the Veep is not so off base. But uh, even worse than like all the programming on that channel is every commercial break which is about every four minutes oh my god the same four commercials so annoying huh that's annoying but again i'm talking about being at a resort in mexico so yeah why were you even watching people, tv white people's problems why were you even watching tv <laughs> i mean seriously why were you even watching I TV? Want skin cancer well then why don't you go somewhere where it's not so sunny <laughs> Or take a parasol. Uh, I mean, in the morning, you're in your room. You know. Did you take a parasol? <laughs> I did not take okay. a parasol. That would have been the smart man's choice. But uh, so that was your there work. was some show that was just about to start there. There, the commercial is ingrained in my mind, and it was so annoying. Called "Soy Tu Fan," okay, meaning I'm your fan. Yeah, very annoying. Okay, I sure. have it all queued up here. If you'd like to see, the no, commercial. that's that's quite okay. all right. It's fine. You can show me later, off air, off air. Uh, my worst. I'm going back to an old standby. DVR. DVR. D are you really? Are you really? I got on the treadmill yesterday, all excited to watch the season finale of Ringer so I could see what finally happened. One minute. It recorded one minute oh. of the show. One minute. And and those shows, the CW shows, are not on demand. But they are on Hulu. I the think Ringer is on Hulu. I think you can also watch them for free on the CW.com. Probably. So I'm going to have to do that now. But one minute. How did it record one minute of an hour-long TV show? <laughs> My God, I'm so disappointed. I've had that every once in a while. It's an, I don't those, know what happened. I, I tell you, those Comcast boxes are a pile of junk. Do you know how often... Okay, do you have this happen? Where no, you'll you be, always have problems that no wait, one listen, else has. Listen, 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 listen. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> do, do you, uh, did you ever see that thing, uh, Shit Girls Say, that video? Yeah. That was from that. Yeah. Where she goes, listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. Um, so anyway, you'll be fast forwarding through a show and you, you know, you go a little too far. So you go to back up and then you go to press play and it does nothing. It just sits there and you have to stop it yeah. and go back to the thing it does and go back in quite a bit. all the time, yeah, quite a all bit. the time. Ridiculous. That's because you're going all willy nilly with fast forward and the rewind. Well, it's not my fault. Is it? <laughs> I believe, right. I believe 
it, it is. It may be. Yeah. All right, what about your best? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to go with... Uh, I'm gonna go with revenge. Okay. No, you know what? I'm not. No. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Arkham games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not? Yeah. One of your top three really, games of all time. How could you not go with that? <laughs> and really, I've been spending a lot of time. I mean, you make fun of me not seeing a movie, but I've been spending a lot of time in those games, and I'm done with them. I'm making fun of you not. Seeing I'm a done movie. with the story in both of them. But yeah. even just being in that world and just like there's still stuff to do and it's still fun and yeah, I hear you. Good times. Yeah, well, I, I mean, with for my best, I'm going to go with Guild Wars 2 beta because, you know, I've been waiting for this for so long, and I was so worried that I wasn't going to like it once I got in there, and I really like it. Like, when the beta was over, I was like, but, 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 but I, like, barely got into it. Oh, know? so the, it was like, was it timed? It was just for the weekend. Oh. Yeah. So Sunday night at midnight California time, it went off offline. Did you play all weekend long? No, I mean, you know, I did a lot Were of- We locked in a room and- and you weren't allowed to bother daddy all week long. <laughs> no, I did a lot of family stuff over the weekend, but I, I tried to play it, you know, it, when I first woke up and at night after everyone else was asleep and it was just a lot of fun. And it was, I, I can't wait to start exploring because that was one of the things I really liked about the first one. Um, it's interesting. The balance des- definitely is different in this than it was in the last one. Like in the last one, I felt like you could explore more, more quickly but that when you got to a place where there were enemies, it was a lot harder to get through them. Um, this one, like, I feel like my exploration progress is a lot slower. But I feel like the game balance in terms of what you're fighting and stuff like that is is better than it was in the last one. Because in the first one, if you were playing by yourself, you always had to hire the henchmen, which, which, so like if you, let's say you had four or three henchmen, so it was a four person party uh-huh. um you only got one fourth of all the loot which kind of sucked are these henchmen real people no or? they're npcs okay so um so if you hire you pretty much had to hire henchmen because you couldn't solo the game right um but then you built up your wealth but a lot. that's the big plus to this one right that you can do everything right you solo. can do everything solo uh, which is really cool i may pick it up really especially cool. if i know you could play for mac yeah yeah just ch- check on that first but i'm pretty sure you can um, on, I could check on it right now. You could do that. You want me to do that? You you could do that. I but, but do you want me to? I don't care if you do. I'm just saying you could. <laughs> well, if you don't care, then I'm not even going to bother. Well, it's your it's your iPod. You think the next iPhone's going to be released in uh, July or not until September? The iPad or no, the phone? The phone. Uh, the iPad's already out. I know. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I can't answer that. Okay. I I I don't see anything about it being on Mac. Okay. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, all I know is it was a lot of fun, and I can't wait till the next one, and I can't wait till it's released, because I'm sure I'm going to be spending a lot of time playing that game. No. Yeah. You got anything else? No, I don't see anything about it being on the map. All right. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes where you can and should leave us a review and a rating. Even if you left this one before, go back and edit it. Leave us another one. Maybe give us another star. I don't think you can play it on the Mac. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, and uh, visit us on Facebook where you can become a fan and leave us messages there because we love to hear from you and we'll mention you by name. So if you're a criminal, you might want to skip that step. And uh, other than that, thanks as always for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.